0: That's different. That's different. That's different. Welcome to That's Different Podcast, the show about the path less traveled. Each episode, I interview people that have chosen to defy convention and do something different with their lives. I'm your host, Sarah Anderson, and I am so excited to introduce you to Val and Tim of The Nomads Bus. They are two absolutely amazing people, and this interview is full of so much inspiration, stories from the road, and lots of words of wisdom. For those of you who are not yet familiar with the Nomads bus, it is an American school bus that they converted into a rolling hostel. Val and Tim take people on adventure trips throughout Europe, and in the winter, it's all about skiing and snowboarding. And then in the summer, they do trips like the one I joined them for, which was a seven-day epic adventure through the most northern part of Norway. During the show, we discuss their life before the bus, living on nine euro a day, traveling by longboard, crowdfunding to create the nomads bus, living in a tent while six months pregnant, tiny home living, overcoming personal challenges, and we spend a lot of time talking about what I think really makes these two special, which is their commitment to personal growth and how to stay motivated while forging your own path. This episode was recorded on the Nomads bus, so if you can, I highly recommend checking out the video version at thatsdifferentpodcast.com. That way you can see the bus and you can also check out bonus footage from the trip that I took with them. There you will also find show notes, the transcript for today's show, as well as links to anything that we referenced. Just a heads up, there is some profanity in this episode, just a couple of words sprinkled here and there, so if that's something that you need to know. Now you know. These two are a breath of fresh air, and I am inspired every time I listen to this interview. I hope that you enjoy it as much as I have. I heard that you two sometimes will let the other one run ahead. And then you'll catch up with the bus. Ah, when we go for a ah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: true, yeah. That's a new thing we discovered this uh, summer season. It's called actually.
2: time management. <laughs> <laughs> it's called having
1: two kids and still wanting to go for a run, yeah. That's that's more yeah. or less like it. Yeah.
2: Is that how it started? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the positive thing is that you can run in one direction and you yeah. don't have to do the same way back.
0: Yeah, so but do you have to you must have to let the other person go and then you catch up with yeah. them after. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah.
2: calculate how long I for example i'm gonna go for eight kilometers yeah. and then we calculate how long that takes me ish and then he is there when
1: and then i wait for her I when she comes or the other way around yeah yeah but it works really well actually that yeah, was fun it's a good idea <laughs> <laughs> yeah but we move so much so we're always on the road and uh it's sometimes difficult to find nice running tracks or streets or whatever and then in this way you can always fi- discover something new because you're just mm-hmm finding new tracks all the way It's yeah. yes, like that
0: have a little yeah. bit of alone time as well
1: and yeah too yeah,
2: yeah. we with, like with listen, a
1: podcast uh, or something in general yeah we <laughs> like
2: listening to podcasts but having that moment in a mm-hmm. day is pretty rare with two kids and the bus and everything so.
1: especially when we're alone because in general we have like uh, hosts these days so they help yeah. us out but mm-hmm. if we're off
0: yeah. So, what any particular podcast that you guys like to listen to when you're running?
1: Well, we've discuss- discovered the Tony Robbins podcast mm-hmm. lately, and that's a super motivating. Yeah, we probably know him. It's a yeah, it's an yeah interesting he's guy. Very popular and, yeah, in
0: America. Yeah,
1: and he has like uh, does a lot of interviews these days with f- famous sports uh, people. Like mm-hmm. I jumped upon it because I, I saw John White, which is obviously a good snowboarder, I don't know if you know him, but so I was kind of interested in hearing what he had to say, John White then, and uh, yeah, it was actually the way Tony talked to him and how he handled the interviews and stuff, I really liked it as well, it, it, it got me into his other stuff, and, and then I figured out he's a really smart guy who doesn't like, uh, have a lot of... Uh, good insights in life and the way you can progress in life and be life hacks basically. yeah life hacks, yeah. but be happy and uh yeah while running it, it it even brought me to a run of 27k or more or less like that which i never done before but i was just listening to tony i was like wow i need to go for this man you're <laughs> pushing me pushing me out, and there's no limit to you and it was super cool so and i made it i was it was painful because i didn't prepare really well <laughs> But I did it, you know. It was a it was a good experience. Yep. So yeah, that's the main one. But I listen to Belgian post- podcasts as well. Me personally, there's a, a one about science, like what's happening in the world. Like I don't know if you heard about CRISPR, for example. It's the technology no. where we can inject uh, or change the DNA of babies oh, before maybe. they're born. Yeah. And there's now already a Chinese guy who did that, and so yeah, it's more about those kind of things or Elon Musk if he comes up with something new or those kind of things and then there's another funny one that i listen to which is no such thing as a fish which is a british uh, podcast but it's about facts that are so random and so out there that they're oh. sometimes really yeah, hard to believe but they're true and they they make it really fun because they are four funny british guys with british humor and that's also something that just yeah. switches off my mind so those are my my favorite ones for the moment but there are yeah. so yeah. many out there it's, yeah, it's never ending huh?
0: Yeah, Tony Robbins is very popular by us and I don't know if he comes around here but he does the like two, one or two day sort of conference things and people go and a lot of times it's like very much a pivotal transition type of thing for them because he motivates them to like go and push themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we saw the Netflix show and that was, yeah, that was pretty I'm cool as Yeah, I'm not your well.
0: guru. Yeah. yeah, yeah that, that was interesting.
1: One. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bit maybe too American for yeah, us. Yeah, we have that <laughs> word for everything that's, like, American. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> you no, know, I know, um. I know. I know, because it's a bit, like... I think, I, I like, when you listen to him talk, he talks about how oh, I, I do everything for a reason because I I don't like the whole rock star jumping up and down like that's very like cringy yeah. for me to yeah. watch but I do understand psychologically how it gets people out of their comfort zone brings them together and I'm like okay I
2: see what you're yeah. doing yeah yeah and he also has to pump himself up because like yeah I also don't feel like work every day you know but he mm-hmm. also said in the last podcast I listened to that he never missed a seminar yeah so he always manages to get his mind kind of into the zone and he has these are his tricks for it right to kind yeah. Of yeah, yeah Yeah. sometimes you have to do that in life mm-hmm. to, to stand there over and over and over again with the same amount of energy that's that's a yeah. hard thing and everybody kind of deserves his, his the same attention but it's not an easy thing to do
1: oh yeah tony he's like i think he what he just brings is that is for him that's super important to mm-hmm. just start jumping and, and but that's probably not the same for everybody but yeah. he just wants to trigger what's important for you, you know mm-hmm. and, and and he shows it in different ways but he's like um yeah maybe a bit over the top for us europeans as we would say although i like to listen to him it's it's uh, yeah
2: this other podcast i listen to is the lawless about boarding and skiing and how we don't really follow the rules or how everything is possible and all these interesting conversations but that's more like a you know it feels like a chat with a cup of tea and Sometimes I feel like listening to that, but then when I need this energy burst, I'm just like, okay, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: it depends a bit on your mood, I guess. Yeah, that
2: makes like? sense. Yeah,
1: it's, yeah. A, it's like a train almost, and it's never, a, it's just going, 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 yeah. doesn't stop yet.
0: It reminds me of, because I know that he has like a cold plunge pool at his house, and I've heard him talk about that. Yeah. It's similar to like the Wim Hof Methods yeah, and stuff, yeah, where he like, yeah. yeah, gets himself going. Gets yeah. the block going. Yeah. yeah. Um, Before, so I... I have heard about various, and I've seen, like, various things, but I want to know, like, let's go before the bus, so I know that you were doing a lot of different nomadic things, a couple of projects, and, like, what, what did that time look like before you made the decision to be on the bus?
1: So, how far do you want to go back?
0: <laughs> um, I, I guess, like, wh- kind of your first time together and, like, what did that... Were you like, were you always more on a nomadic path? Or did you, <laughs> how, like, were you staying in one spot and then you decided to make the jump? Like, what did that look like?
2: I, I think we were both nomadic in our own way. Yeah. For me, that was traveling around the world. And um, kind of discovering if I wanted to study or not and, and discovering life a bit um mostly season life like snowboarding and surfing Mm -hmm. and tim was more yeah
1: me also i was never on on one spot even in belgium i moved from house to house so many times and uh where i live or where i'm from so belgium but then i discovered snowboarding so i also went to the alps and i Mm -hmm. also went from resort to resort although i stayed in one spot more than in other ones but i still wanted to discover and it's like yeah i thought inherent to me or something i don't know if you can say that like it's part of of me to just keep exploring and moving so i think for both of us that's kind of the the the,
2: yeah uh, And yeah, we we met each other in that same world of um ski seasons yeah in the alps in
1: france so that's we already met each other while we were on the move sort of so
2: (laughs) yeah and then it turned out by coincidence that where we grew up is like half an hour apart from each other kind of yeah
1: in belgium yeah so we yeah.
2: So you met in the Alps. We were actually from the same region. Our
1: roots home. were kind of the same.
2: Okay. So you met in the Alps, and then
0: after you met, you guys both went to your respective homes, which were nearby each other.
1: Yeah, ish? not really, because I, I, I had a job in France. Okay. And I made a hostel in France, so I, I was more there than in Belgium. But then um, between in between the seasons, like it's like a seasonal work, so it's the winter and the summer. So mm. you got autumn and spring which normally I would always return to Belgium because, you know, my family is there and I also like the country. Um, yeah, and then we, you were there you know, as well. and We then kind
2: of moved in with each other straight away. Everything went very fast. Yeah, I think t- the first year we were together, we lived in seven places. So, yeah, like it, yeah it all moved.
1: I think we are just madly in love. We just wanted to be with each other like every yeah. every second of the day. And So, we... No matter where we were, we just want to be together and that didn't really matter the location.
2: Yeah, your world was a bit open to every possibility at that time and I Mm. really wanted to keep on traveling and take you with me on that journey. Yeah. And then we decided to travel around the world. The first biggest idea, to put it in a short way, was um, on a longboard. Uh Uh-huh. That's how we started, with our dog who had his own backpack and we both had a big backpack on our backs um your dog had his own backpack yes okay a bit so like cute a saddle kind of
1: backpack. like, <laughs> like <laughs> a donkey you know yeah, the, uh, yeah. yeah. carry and his
2: own weight yeah yeah. yeah yeah he had to carry his own food we we already had too much stuff
1: yeah <laughs> like, we had big backpacks like, so you were
2: traveling on 18 your long kilos board. yeah yeah, we yeah. Were, okay
1: yeah a big backpack like 16 kilos or something and i like 18 19 kilos which yeah, it was heavy heavy It was quite heavy
2: and then we yeah it went a bit too slow so we started hitchhiking with at the same time we had this I- idea of bringing all the people with a great idea in their minds together like
1: we wanted to create like a platform for people who are doing good for the world or had a good idea or whatever uh-huh. like we read so many uh, interesting things on the internet and saw these little youtube videos of I don't know girls skating in Afghanistan to to a new kind of technology to, to I don't know for electricity yeah, and
2: now it exists you know they have Pinterest and all these kind of things yeah but back then that that didn't really exist yet so we thought there needs to be this kind of platform apparently more people in the world were thinking that <laughs> <laughs> and we were doing it our way and we called it flapjack and we gave people no jack flap jack flap it's based on the flapjack cookies but then the
1: yeah, other way around the yep. other
2: way around jack flap and we gave people a sticker if they were doing something cool. But then we felt kind of lost, and at the same time we had a budget of nine euros a day. What is it in dollars, like?
1: Ten dollars, maybe a bit more. Yeah, Mm. per person,
2: and our dog had two euros, (laughs) so like three dollars for us. And um, a lot of people were mostly interested in how on earth do you guys do that? Because in Europe that is quite hard. Yeah, it's pretty expensive.
0: And that included accommodation, everything, everything. transport, everything. So what did like? can you take me through like one day like how was that money spent like how did you sleep what did you eat
1: <laughs> yeah so I, th- I would say in the more rich parts of Europe it was basically putting up our tent somewhere hoping to find a spot maybe okay. sometimes like next to the highway or when we were hitchhiking or sometimes just in a forest in a little A of. couch
0: surfing the platform yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah yeah so we've yeah we discovered cl- couch surfing and then um, just buying cheap fish health, the most healthy food that we could find. Yeah, we're really
2: into organic and healthy food, but at the same time we didn't have much budget, so kind of be creative with that, it was pretty fun
1: rarely go on a uh, yeah i don't know restaurant i remember we were going for a pizza once in uh, in berlin which was a really good one but it wasn't expensive oh, or yeah, maybe a couple one. of euros yeah. but it was mm. such a good pizza <laughs> <laughs> everything tastes so
2: much better still, yeah, <laughs> yeah I can still remember it because so yeah. yeah. right. yeah. oh, you really save like a euro every day mm-hmm. and you're like oh then we can buy a pizza yeah. it just makes you so aware of money but it also makes you super aware of the fact that you don't need much money to be mm-hmm. happy you know we live literally i don't say we've been poor but that's a very low standard of living i think yeah. and we were still very happy yeah. it's just everything is a bit more effort yeah like you you need your whole day is focused on getting somewhere hitchhiking couch surfing yeah, hitchhiking because you can't really pay for any transport uh finding a ride and then finding a place where you sleep and then being social all the time because that's kind of what you do in return of the things i do for you and at the same time we had this website and writing blogs and so that was kind of our life at the time yeah did you
0: start to have people who were
2: following along with you and writing to you as yeah. they reading yeah. your blog? Yeah.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's
2: when instead of um, Jack Flap, Let's Be Nomads was created. Because okay. we thought, let's focus on that 9 euros a day, how do we do it? And we mm-hmm. started writing everyday blogs about build trick. Yeah. Tricks.
1: Well, we had a conversation with your aunt, I can still remember that. She was like, a, or she is a life coach, and she was like, yeah, we're kind of lost in what you guys are wanting to show the world. Uh, yeah. What are you actually doing now? And then
2: We didn't know either.
1: We were like, <laughs> so. yeah, well, we, we, we don't, uh, we don't so know you either. <laughs> <us>
2: know. <laughs> we,
1: we just went and we just thought this was a good idea. And then after a while, yeah, we ca- it became really clear that we're just basically traveling on a low budget. And that's the main thing. And anything else was a bonus. You know, if you would yeah. work somewhere voluntary, and there was like a, a, a new a technique, composting or whatever, we could talk about it. But it wasn't the primary thing. It was about survival not really in the in the way that you would go into a jungle but in in the modern world kind of kind of it wasn't easy because the winter came it was super cold our tent was yeah it's not insulated obviously with good good sleeping bags but you know it's it's always trying to find the next spot it was quite intense and um, yeah.
2: yeah and then kind of to ease our mind sounds maybe weird but that's when we decided to do the pilgrimage to saint james santiago okay it's a bit like how you guys have the pacific West. Trail. trail,
0: yeah, or yeah I've heard about this, so you you, as you as decided that you were going to go and do this, it's like 30 day journey then? Yeah,
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. 30 days of walking every day yeah. like 25 yeah, kilometers. Yeah, we thought that's
2: clear our minds, because it was a bit too much, like we didn't know what we wanted in life, so okay. that's, yeah, we started to do that, yeah. and then we got our first sponsor as well for some clothing and stuff, so we kind oh, of wow. that started rolling, and uh, it got a bit more serious, more riding, mm-hmm. um, while on the trail. Yeah. And then at some point, to kind of fast forward (laughs) through this journey, we decided there was a very cheap flight to Mexico, Mm -hmm. and we did some um, volunteer work on a permaculture farm, but because then our costs were kind of paid for, we could save our nine euros a day, so we could actually pay for this ticket, so we flew to Mexico, and then we started traveling around Mexico and Belize, Guatemala at a very slow pace, but with nine euros in Central America, you can a lot more get yourself an apartment. So we yeah. even had a house. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. we, we could rent yeah. a
1: house at one point in, in uh, San Cristobal de las Casas. Yeah,
2: and in or San Pedro, it? in Guatemala. Yeah,
1: really nice apartment with a view over the lake. Uh, it's not, you know, modern standard wise with a f- big fridge and everything yeah. with uh, where the ice cubes come out. <laughs> but it's, but it's yeah. a
2: lot more than a tanning by the side of the yeah. lake. <laughs> We yeah, it feels like you have a bit more of a house and we could host people couchsurfing at yeah. time. Oh, so wow. So it was cool to do something yeah. back for that community.
1: Yeah, I remember at one point we had like seven people sleeping in our, it's a one room apartment, so we had the hammocks and <laughs> people on the ground and we in the double bed and it was just.
0: And you weren't like collecting money for this, you were just doing it because you wanted to like kind of give back. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah.
1: because we've been living off people sort of mm-hmm. like the whole year already. So the moment we could, we tried to give back a little bit. Yeah,
0: But, but getting back to the, the trail in Spain, did you get, find your focus that you were looking for when you were on there?
1: Well, it was definitely, an, I I would or recommend like it, realization, recommend it to anybody. Um, and it sort of like fits in your life because I did it, I did it the year before and it mm-hmm. was already a very interesting journey for me. I met super interesting people, had a lot of thoughts. And then the next time we did it together. So we we both had our journey into that.
2: It d- might be a bit like the Tony Robbins week you talk okay. about right how this mm-hmm. resets your life i think it does a similar thing it's like 30 days of mindfulness you know yeah. like you're walking thinking eating sleeping that's all you do so yeah. you have all this time and you talk with the right kind of people that you meet along the way you listen to audiobooks that inspire you you listen to music like you just kind of give this reset to yourself yeah and i think i could do it every year and it would be amazing it's quite an effort but a week <laughs> of tony robin sounds easier than this but yeah that's kind of what it does
1: yeah definitely and it doesn't didn't like give a big big breakthrough or anything but it just made you aware of your physical capabilities and also maybe mental you get stronger and you feel so strong at the end of those 30 days you're Mm -hmm. like wow I can do anything you know just bring it on come, uh, the world come on
2: yeah and it shows you what you're capable of it's like finishing something in life that you can be proud of and you yeah yeah
1: yeah, maybe gives you the strength to to finish your pro your projects, whatever you want to do in life, and, and yeah. sort of gives you a base for for things. So, I, yeah, it's definitely interesting to do. I think it was
2: also good for our relationship. Also, because we because we traveled for this in total, this whole thing took two years, <laughs> but I think because we traveled so close with each other in a tent and twenty four seven through all these adventures, we really got to know each other. Yeah. Um, and that kind of gave us a pretty strong base to start this bus project where you live even closer together maybe. Like
0: Like I know back home a lot of times people will say like going on a vacation is a test of a relationship (laughs) and this is like so much (laughs) far beyond. A lot of people are talking about like going to Hawaii. So like, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, okay, so this brings us to like the bus point. Like how did that... I was it around the snowboarding or like
2: how did that idea come to fruition it was because we missed snowboarding We we had been away from the mountains now for two years or from the snow at least Yeah, so we thought how do we kind of implement that back into our lives? and then I came across this video on YouTube called quest for powder tiny house living by two American pro skiers who build a tiny house behind their truck and they were driving from one ski resort in colorado and stuff to another okay and then there was no snow in colorado so oh let's go to canada and we felt like ooh you know what yeah do this you is nice you
1: know because i lived for 10 years in the mountains and i knew that sometimes the snow is way better if you just drive 100 kilometers and was like okay yeah. this is what i want to do i love powder i love snowboarding in powder it's just like that surfy mm-hmm. smooth feeling so Let's try to build something, a project around that we can enjoy that again. Because I really miss that that part of my life. Although we had great experiences in in Central America. And
2: we knew we wanted to start a hostel or that was kind of uh, one of our ideas that we had. So we thought what if we combine this and turn Mm -hmm. it into a business so we can live on the road following the best snow while earning money so we can actually survive. (laughs) Um, yeah, so all that came together, and we started to write a business plan, and then a crowdfunding, and.
1: But I remember it was like you showed me that video, and she was super stoked yeah, in the morning. Yeah. Ah, you gotta see this! You gotta see this! They're like what? 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 <laughs> yeah it's they're t- touring snowboarding, you snowboarding like, okay well, what is it and then I,
2: yeah, I it <laughs> so was excited. so excited yeah. and you woke him up yeah yeah so sort I, of like, it. I was kind of i was still in my head from like, yeah. all yeah. night and, and i like, he finally woke up
1: and i was like okay show me and i watched it and i'm like okay there might be something in it you know and then the moment i saw it and we both feel, felt like okay just go for it we were gonna make this happen and and I, it went so fast. There wasn't like a, a, like a year of like, ah, should we, should we not? It was like just, so I do So you
0: made the business plan and then... The
1: next day we started creating the plans for the bus already almost. Like after seeing a, vo- a movie, we're like thinking about mm-hmm. n- name, logos, whatever. It's just like nonstop. Uh.
2: Yeah, I think what always comes back in our relationship is that we really dare to dream together. Mm-hmm. And it's quite realistic in some way. We always kind of take each other back. We don't kind of put each other's dreams down <laughs> you yeah
1: you don't we don't wait for stuff and try to yeah make it we happen. kind of
2: yeah uh brainstorm together all the time and mm. kind of that works really well
1: yeah for sure
2: and um yeah that's how this kind of if one of us has a dream it's not like oh yeah but that but 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 it's more like oh let's how do we do how this? can yeah. it happen and finding yeah solutions together is our strongest suit I think
0: yeah, yeah because I would think the one of the biggest obstacles at this point is you probably didn't have money to buy a bus no. at this point, no. right? No, so, so then w- that's when you thought about crowdfunding. Yeah, and then we yeah. thought about the
1: Kickstarter, and we thought, ooh, yeah, we'll see. It's it works both ways because then you can also figure out if people are interested in your idea, right? Because in the end, people need to book this uh, trip. If they don't do it, then you, you, yeah, we can build it, but then it's also not sustainable. So then we decided to go for an Indiegogo cam- campaign, which was also quite funny. Uh, yeah, and
2: in, in America very it already existed, right? Schoolies or like building, okay, yeah. converting school buses mm-hmm. into a home. There were a few driving around the States, but in Europe that was a completely new thing. So that yeah. really inspired people in Europe, I think, and that's why the crowdfunding works.
0: Was it mostly people who had been following you on your blog that then
2: not or just they found mm, you not
1: really i would say it was more of a combination of our existing networks and maybe some people that knew some people it was a kind of a close circle i would say it wasn't like you know the whole world suddenly knew about this amazing project like no, some, some kickstarter also a lot happen, of but people
2: but crowdfunded who did, we'd never heard of before so no but i think they spread a bit
1: yeah it's like a tentacles you know that they st- yeah it wasn't
2: it's not only family, it really no, is. Yeah, it's it's word yeah. of mouth from yeah. people to people. Yeah. yeah, it was beautiful. Like the first few days, it's family who supports, you know, it's mm-hmm. the first ones who come in. And it's cool because then you create like a bit of a, there's some money on there. So people yeah. think, okay, it's actually going to work. And then it dies out a bit because you have, I think, 45 days mm-hmm. and then it's all in or nothing. That's what we did. You can choose this kind of.
0: Okay, formula. you can choose, like if it, if
2: it doesn't work, then everyone gets their money back yeah. basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, in general, that works better because it's more, you know, motivating for mm-hmm. people to help out. And we, it's a bit like a political campaign. You have to keep on pushing people. Like, uh, they say, oh, yeah, I'll support, I'll support, I love the idea. Yeah. But then mm-hmm. you forget and life goes by and you're like, God, oh, you know, can you please remember? Because it does make a big difference. Right. And then the last weekend was amazing. Like, this one, what do you call it? Pledge.
1: No. Yeah, pledge. Yeah. Pledge
2: after the other came in, just like boom, 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 boom. I think like two hundred fifty in one weekend because everybody was kind of we were almost there, you know. Yeah. So everybody started helping out, and then we even went three thousand euros over the, the. The, the limit. Yeah. yeah. Limit that we needed. So. Were you a little bit before that last week? Was it like kind of you weren't sure? Yeah, I well, wasn't then, sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. it was we asked for twenty thousand euros, quite mm-hmm. a lot of money. I think we were like six thousand off. And six thousand okay. is quite a lot to yeah yeah to raise yeah and you don't have anything to prove yet right that's the whole thing of crowdfunding but it's just an idea yeah people really have to believe in your,
1: your yeah yeah it wasn't there yet yeah. the whole was yeah. was just a dream you know <laughs> they they made it yeah
2: because there were even companies already sponsoring us without mm-hmm. the product even being there which I'm still actually surprised that they really trusted us that much which is amazing did they reach out so, to you um, or did you um, no ask we them? reached out to them at that time yeah yeah
1: yeah. Yeah, we, we wrote to like a lot of companies that we w- were also interested in. And some of them wrote back, some didn't. And the ones that wrote back, we kept in touch. And then some of them actually started sponsoring. So that was cool. But it's more product-wise. We didn't really get money from them. Yeah. But it, anything helps, you know. The, if yeah. you start out with something, yeah, all the small thing happens.
2: Yeah. Uh, sustainable company. So we kind of tried to put each other out there, which is nice. So then you got the money and then you
0: found your bus next yeah. on,
2: yeah. EBay. on, eBay. <laughs> yeah. on yeah. ebay
1: we heard about craigslist yeah that's not a thing in europe but we discovered that one and everyone said yeah go look on craigslist you'll find your bus easy and we looked on it looked and we couldn't really find anything mm-hmm. And then I thought, yeah, let's put it in eBay, you never know. And then suddenly the bus pops up and are like, oh, this was sort of what we we're looking for. Because we were looking for, a, not all buses are similar, and probably you know that, but some are shorter, some are, yeah. don't have the, the belly storage. Mm-hmm. Some have the engine in the front, some have the engine in the back, blah, blah, blah. So we had, had some specifics for us because we wanted to go climb mountains and uh, all those kind of things. So I finally found one on eBay and it was a, a guy who did... All these school buses for school district so he maintained them but he also sold them after 10 years because that's sort of the legal term or something in the States so we were kind of thinking like this is a good idea let's buy this bus and he even helped us drive it from uh, Tennessee to Florida to uh, because we didn't have a license to drive it there so he was so kind to bring us all the way (laughs) Uh, with him on the bus, so and we—that's our first drive ever in the bus, and it uh, went really smooth. So we thought, like, okay, this is a really good, uh, a good bus that we bought, and uh, then we put it on the on a on a ship to to Belgium. And we had to wait for like four weeks or something when it arrived. Not even longer. Five weeks, six weeks in the end, I think.
0: And everything in here is like all like custom, and you had some people like working on it with you, right? But you didn't. You you must have had to learn a ton, unless you had construction experience. Yeah, we
1: didn't know anything. (laughs) We had never built anything in our lives, uh, in a housewise or whatever. So
0: did you have to change things because i noticed like on the past week on the bus like everything is so thoughtful like you have to be that way in a tiny home right like yeah. you have to like have a place for everything yeah. did did you art design that up front or did you have to like modify things
2: as you've gone i think some ideas definitely came up along the way you're like yeah. oh i have some space left over let's create this or that
1: but, but the the basics were just uh, you know, they yeah, were that set, was pre designed. Yeah. yeah. And they were like this is the best flow we thought of obviously we drew out a couple of uh, diagrams to see what worked mm-hmm. and what didn't work.
2: And then we put tape like where we where something was gonna be. So you okay. had this idea when you walk through. With the beds we held like planks above us to see can we still twist yeah. I and mean, like you we even put everything.
1: like plastic chairs in here to see the height and stuff but you don't know how yeah. what <laughs> what works what doesn't work
2: yeah we had a friend who's a carpenter who helped out so he kind of had this yeah the knowledge for the very important basic framing
1: <laughs> that, okay yeah that
2: was not in our, yeah yeah we couldn't have done that ourselves
1: no so.
0: and how how long did the whole conversion take or the renovation
2: um
1: Six. Well, I, th- I think six around months. nine months. Nine months. Yeah. So it was six m- months, almost like every day, and then there was like a waiting period for some stuff, uh, materials, and a friend that was gonna help out again, and and then another three months in total. I think after that period, so nine, more or less. It's
2: yeah, like six months it took for really the basic finishing kind of yeah. structure. Mm-hmm. We could live in it, but we didn't have curtains. The wood stove, I think, was just working. Mm. They were still placing the washing machine. Like, it was all very basic at the time. Until you were living in it, were
0: you living back in a tent or were you back, like, where?
1: Yeah, we had had tents next to the bus, but then at one point we got a friend, who knew somebody we could rent or no we could stay in a clubhouse kind of thing also for a bit but then we slept already in the bus so we (laughs) We always found a way we always found our way to to just but i uh, was
2: pregnant at the time and i remember until i was six months pregnant i slept in a tent yeah Yeah. how was that yeah fine Fine. only annoying (laughs) if i had to pee in in the middle of the night and i remember like hating to go out of the tent because it was already november pretty cold outside but then there was this beautiful dawn
1: dawn yeah the dawn Like
2: the, the, the s- clouds that are hanging over the fields. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, that was in the morning and there were these horses and it was beautiful. But it was very annoying at the same time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: But besides that, it was...
1: Yeah, you managed. You even worked on the bus, you know. Don't
2: forget, we lived in a tent for two years. Kind of. So there was nothing,
0: nothing. New for you can only go uphill. From yeah. there. <laughs> okay, yeah. and then you had your first trip, which was different than the trip that I'm on right now because it was not so organized at first. Yeah,
1: right? the first, the very first one was was actually kind of organized because oh, it was a okay. bunch of friends that we just gave a huge discount and just to see if it would work at all you know it was a kind of test case so and it was a a set week like uh, we wanted we went to the alps to go snowboarding Mm -hmm. um, because that was the main goal for it so we wanted to see how that worked yeah and uh that was one week but then after that it became kind of a hostel where people just randomly could check in and out whenever they wanted to so that was the first period and then we decided this is probably not the best for our concept and then we went from daily or nightly bookings to fixed periods for seven days ten days and then uh, that's where where we are at at the moment so you yeah
0: any surprises in the first like kind of trips
1: uh, surprise what do you mean by surprises
0: is there anything that you i'm, sh- I'm sure there must have been a bunch of little things but is, was there anything in the first couple of trips where you're just like oh wow i didn't expect that okay next we're gonna have to change this
2: yeah for me i it's not you for sure but for me <laughs> i remember that first trip i i had quite a hard time and i think it was because we had to to wait to get the bus officially on the road for a year and a half so when Fenna was a year and a half we could finally go um and we had been living in it just as a family mm. and everything has its place and everything you know works as a family but then suddenly you're sharing your home with six people and i'm it's getting better but i'm a bit of a control freak in certain things so i was like to suddenly, yeah, have to let go of everything. Like everything suddenly gets a different place and all these things. And uh, I, I don't know. It was just that first week, and I think I had my period at the same time or something. <laughs> and I remember calling my sister in tears, and I'm like, I'm just, I'm supposed to be so happy. I'm living my dream, but I'm, I'm crying right now. And she's like, It's okay, you know. You're also in this new, yeah, this whole new project is starting, a new lifestyle. You have to adjust, and it's fine. It can take time, and but that was hard that first week. I also had a lot of fun, but it, yeah, it's not... You don't
0: seem... You don't seem like... I know you've said it, but I you don't really seem too much
2: like a control freak. But I'm maybe it's something i work working it on. It's getting a lot better and I'm super happy that this is a certain project that makes you work on that skill or character or like... Yeah. Yeah, I think is one of the most important things in life, is to learn to let go. And I think that's for everybody, we'll have a certain way that we need to do that. Yeah. So I'm very happy that I'm getting better and better and better at it. So. Yes,
1: yeah. yeah, true. Yeah, I can only confirm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I have less issues with that, you know. Yeah. I just let people be, and in general, I yeah, don't you, really mind. You
2: have your own way, like what you learned about kind of not letting things...
1: Yeah, that's true. I had uh, sometimes the frustration of of looking at something too negatively in the bus would break down or there was a parking that we couldn't fit in or whatever. And I was like stressed a lot. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, yeah, at one point I also realized that this is that's just not the way to handle this. You know, look at it as a challenge. It's something it comes along your way and and fix it and and try to be positive about it you know there's people who are going to help there's a way that you can fix it and yeah that took me maybe over a year two years maybe to to even get into that mindset right now I'm even at that point where I'm okay I'll go under the bus see if I can fix it myself if I can't fix it I'll call somebody I'll try to figure it out but I'm at first I would just start shouting like fuck what's <laughs> you and then I, would <laughs> I like, think
2: you took it personally
1: yeah or it was is like it a, is fail- like really a, a failure sort of like uh. oh, why this is not working you know I worked so hard for this and it's still not working why it just cannot be all good and then yeah. that was a that was a hard time but I think now it's different and I, I yeah
2: and also that is only been going uphill from there you know we've had a really tough first two years because we had quite a lot of breakdowns and mechanical problems the the bus concept always worked and the people have always been amazing there's nothing bad about that but it was just that mechanical challenge constantly and you're always kind of living on the on literally on the edge you're like oh breakdown can happen any minute and yeah that that's quite scary is a it's not the right word but just yeah frustrating in some way
1: yeah for me it was driving with stress a lot you know and that's not yeah. nice you don't want to be stressed out when you're no. living your dream again what she said like i'm finally living my dream but i'm constantly stressed that something might happen that was not nice yeah
2: now it's more relaxing that it's actually working and then if we start feeling we know the bus very well we know every sound now every feeling mm. and so now we feel something is not right we just go to the garage and even if that costs a lot of money um by procrastinating it it makes it worse We yeah. learned that over the years mm-hmm. we should just kind of tackle the problem as soon as it gets there yeah. And, find a solution. yeah
1: and now we also have days off in between before we used to do like Saturdays on Saturday on Saturday, so it's just non-stop you don't have any time to deal with these kind of things and now we have sometimes we take off four days or even six and then you you, you can make an appointment with a garage and just go by and say like I've heard this sound what can it be and then obviously this is a way nicer way to to start your next trip because otherwise you're on yeah i felt something last week and i don't know if this week is gonna be good or not so yeah that's like the whole the whole psychology yes we are a lot more (laughs) a lot more at ease now (laughs) yeah yeah. and it makes me way more happy as well
2: yeah and i even wonder how we did it the first years of that like what he said of not having a break because financially it was so heavy that yeah we needed to go, bam, bam, Saturday, Saturday. We had like a, the guests would leave around 10 or 12. We had a few hours to clean the bus and bam, next group arrives. And now we have four or a week in between and it's a lot nicer.
1: Yeah, yeah. Also I also don't know how we, the did the people, it, <laughs> we did it, but we did it. Yeah, it's such
2: an intense <laughs> lifestyle and you, we can, we have some breathing space in the back. Or, yeah, where mm-hmm. we used to still live in the bus but still you constantly have people around you.
0: And you have a little bit more distance now too. Now that you have a camper, you can be a little bit more separate and yeah. Yeah, Giving up more control as you have new hosts. Yeah, I think that's so
2: important. That that was our last season. It was harder for me, I think, because you have this way that everything works and you know it's the right way because it worked. Right. But then people do it differently. And in my head, it goes like, oh, that's wrong. But then if you kind of relax you're like oh that also works you mm-hmm. know it doesn't all have to be my way yeah life is
0: yeah if you want to not have to do everything for every moment of the day you have to like let go to scale i mm. think a business yeah
2: yeah
1: and it's also important for the hosts themselves because if you control like every movement they do then at one point they are like well i'm not your puppet you know Just yeah do it yourself and i think that's also something that's empowering to them that if they have the, the freedom the liberty to to attack certain stuff themselves. So it's, yeah, yeah, works that way as well. Yeah, I'd,
2: I had a great conversation with Tim from the crew this summer about it yesterday. Um, that he has that with Jana, his co-friend, his partner with uh, volunteering now. That she was, for example, cooking the mushrooms the other day in a pad thai And where he and me, exactly the same, would have thought, oh, you have to fry those mushrooms first with an onion and it's gonna have so much more flavor. And otherwise, it doesn't work. You can't just throw them in. She said, well, I did it last time, you didn't notice. He was like, oh,
1: <laughs> shit. <laughs>
2: you know, so these yeah. are exactly the same mindset. You have this view of how things have to go, and then you kind of have to, and it works, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you have seasons, and then in between the seasons, you're going back
0: home to Belgium, right? And then yeah. what... Are your days a bit different when you're back home? How is it different? Yeah,
1: definitely because the, m- <laughs> the totally m- main reason why we <laughs> are there is because we want to give Fena the experience of going to school as well to enjoy mm-hmm. other kids and learn from them. Uh, not only from, because she learns a lot obviously on the road because of yeah. all the people that she meets. But you know, with kids it's always different. Yeah. So that's the main focus for us, and then it's all about bringing her to school. You're like the regular school dad, just Mm -hmm. biking a kid to school and then bring taking her uh, from school. So weird, so weird. And we didn't like last because Ziggy, you were pregnant, and Ziggy was gonna be born. We didn't do anything else then. Um, But now this year we're gonna organize in the weekends again, like short trips with with a bus, uh, small uh, like workshops, maybe about photography or making. I don't know whatever we can. So we're we're going to be more in tune with our project again I think and it's going to be a better a better balance because we were kind of lost sort of like last year yeah, as well. Yeah, I think
2: also th- the basics of the bus work now. We kind mm-hmm. of proven it to ourselves over the last 3 years that that whole stuff is yeah, no, it's it's mm-hmm. Uh, it works so we thought okay we want to start learning things again we're always looking for new things to grow ourselves i guess so we thought why not do themed trips so we now had a yoga trip and we're going to do photography course trip and then in belgium that's kind of going to continue with these weekends it's all going to be about courses and things people can learn or cool things we can do and yeah everything's going to have a theme yeah put some more spike into it (laughs) Yeah,
1: but so yeah, in the, in, during the week Fena will go to school and in the weekends we'll do these trips. Uh, so yeah, will be kind of a different way. So, something new again.
2: Yeah, it's a new test. We have no idea yeah. how this is gonna go. Spice it up a little bit. But yeah, know? we also yeah. have
1: our family there so you have those kind of uh, events that happen and we have friends and do some sports and there's a... Yeah, it's a bit... It's a completely different life than we... Yeah, we're our hometown here.
2: is nice and it's, it's a very nice city, but it doesn't have mountains so... It's yeah always scares me a little bit to go home because what makes me the happiest um here and on the road is not gonna be there
1: yeah so you have we to have find so, the yeah. joy in
2: other things mm-hmm.
1: the freedom is, is way bigger here than in our own country i would say yeah freedom time wise space wise there's uh yeah, yeah. There's a lot more of it here which i definitely enjoy yeah um
2: less obligation
1: but yeah, there's positive sides as well. It's a nice food, nice people, nice yeah, luxury of supermarkets everywhere and all those kind of things. Yeah. Uh, facility, yeah. facility, so facilities, sports facilities.
2: Yeah, it's a bit our reset button. Mm. Yeah, kind of work also. on the business and... That kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, work on new ideas. Get yeah, get stoked for the new season again. So yeah. it's good because I think if we do this all year round, at one point you might also get burned out, sort of, which is yeah, maybe you, weird you thinking take all about that this. Beauty but for
2: general, right? Like,
1: yeah. yeah. For for uh, yeah, for granted. For granted. <laughs>
0: What about, okay, so you mentioned your family. Are there lots of people in your family who have chosen a different path? Or are, are they thinking it's a bit weird that you decided to do this? Or like, how have they been? My yeah.
2: surname is Cook. <laughs> so, you know, like, yeah. James Cook discovering, traveling. I've kind of traveled a lot as a kid as well with my parents. Different, like, maybe not as a nomadic oh, We also went to campings, kind of. But um, I still didn't follow the they picked out for me if they could have like I didn't want to study and all those kind of things like career woman and So it was a bit of struggle for them But they always supported it in some way. They weren't like, yeah, Belle, this is awesome But they were there when I needed them So I'm definitely grateful for that and then over the years if they could see proof and how our kids were happy and how we were happy and how it Got better and better <laughs> then they got yeah more behind us in some way. So
1: mm.
2: it just took time
1: but your family is like spread all over the world, so you have a definitely a kind of a family that follows their dreams and their intuition. In that yeah,
2: way. yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's true.
1: Yeah, you have people living in Norway, in Texas, in
2: yeah. I'm Australia. definitely the most nomadic one, but people are definitely not afraid to travel and explore for sure. Yeah, it's often business related, but still, yeah.
1: Yeah, but yeah, you know, they yeah. But whereas my family, they just live close by in, in 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 our country, Belgium, like not so far from where they're born, and they're doing kind of a regular jobs in nine to five. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, how do they major. feel about the bus? Uh, they were kind of supportive because they know they've known me like traveling around for ten years. So not really, you know, world traveling, but just not not always being at home, so just being away a lot. And they also know me as a guy that kind of makes it happen and figures it out and it will always be okay. That yeah, They've learned that along the way, she was not like Val where she just started doing this like uh, it will be all okay and they were more skeptical. Yeah. So they kind of think they were always believing in me and seeing that yeah if it doesn't work they will try something else and that will work then or something like that I don't know you should ask them but that's <laughs> the kind of, kind of the vibe that's that I that, I, that yeah. I yeah, yeah. <laughs> that I got from them always is like yeah we support you but and we also think that it's going to be okay yeah. no matter what you try. They have their doubts
2: sometimes but they don't really express Yeah, it don't, in yeah. in kind
1: of way. They're probably not too uh forward you know how you said forward about yeah, it. Too, yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: what about when when you have had i'm sure you've had some doubts as the bus breaks down or something goes wrong how do you stay confident in those times and how do you not just say like oh this isn't gonna work screw it we have to like do something else
1: (laughs) yeah well i talked about it a little bit earlier like so it's such a frustrating time and and and, yeah you want to keep this project going and you're really happy that it when it and everything works but when it breaks down you're like oh no not again and we had one period where we even had like people on the bus, and we had to find solutions for them, sending them on another bus so they could catch their plane back home, and you know, refunding some stuff. And we were like, "That's not the way that you want to do this, obviously." And we believed in it, right? But, but we, was yeah, going the, the, back, that we, that was my, the we just went for it, and we're still going for it, and we're still believing it, hundred percent. And, and yeah. I don't,
2: if, I don't think if we would have doubted this in general, it would have never happened. You know, we, the, the whole starting it, even crowdfunding, building it, everything came with so many challenges. And it was constantly a fight for finding solutions. So if, we, if that wasn't our mindset, we wouldn't even have made it past the first month. No, <laughs> like, yeah, that's true. That's just, you know, if you have a dream like this, you just got to go for it. Yeah. Do you
0: think that just because you're both that way? Because I know, like, a lot of people have dreams, but not a lot of people... Fewer people try them and even fewer people stick with it. Yeah. So I think it's pretty unique to to stay with something like this. Do you think
2: that you like feed off of each other? Yeah, I think yeah. it's also a character trait maybe. Yeah. I think if everybody was like this then we only had entrepreneurs and <laughs> you know, no people working for companies. So, so some people like it more to have that stable lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Some people like the risk. We feed off the risk. That gives us the motivation in some Yeah, way. but
1: also of each other, I think, because at one point yeah. you awesome. were you were like doubting, like, is this is still hap- need? Uh, is this is this not too much? And don't we need to just think about another way and maybe stop doing the bus. And then I was like, no, yeah. we're gonna go for it, <laughs> keep going for it. And then at other times, I'm like oh, another breakdown. I don't want to do this anymore. And she's like, yeah, but no, we'll fix it. We'll find a solution. So we definitely feed off each other for sure and i think it's that it's a positive thing
2: i think um our community is also very strong and i think Mm. that that whole kind of vibe behind it helps through a lot of the times as well Mm -hmm. like for example when we had a breakdown and you put the the diagnostics online you get like so many messages like oh it could be this or it could be that and it's just amazing to feel that everybody's kind of yeah Yeah, they want
1: you to succeed that's also nice yeah or they want to help you fix the problems and that's really nice yeah
2: yeah
1: i've always felt that every breakdown that we had there's always somebody who can find (laughs) it we've had these (laughs) random people helping as well like in spain we got stuck somewhere (laughs) on a on a beach Parking and then suddenly there's this guy passing by. oh you have a cool bus, and he, said, and he didn't even know that we we're stuck. And I said like, Alan. yeah, shout, Alan. Out Alan. shout out to Ellen. Shout out to this young guy from Argentina or something or from uh, from Spain. The... Spanish. No, no, but he, now he lives in Spain, but he's originally from somewhere. Uh, anyway, so he just is like 20, 20, 30 years old, uh, 20 25 years old, and he just looks at the bus and ah, super cool and said yeah but we're at the moment we're actually broken down you know we can't really move anymore yeah. <laughs> and he's like oh, but i'm a mechanic i'll help you guys it's fine uh, I'll, I'll come back and then like literally an hour later he's back there with all his tools and, and gear and he's just fixing our bus and then uh, yeah our bus and could he drive again us a
2: few times and then, time. then
1: after that yeah we even had the worst story yeah he was, speed we, dial. Yeah, <laughs> he was our speed mechanic he lived like two or three hours away from where we were and we were stuck in uh, san sebastian which is a very cool old city uh, in the north of spain and there's a bridge where you drive over and that's like it's full of tourists and uh, exactly on that bridge the bus broke down so there literally fell apart from oh, underneath no. the bus like the the drive shaft fell out so, um, yeah, and my parents were, at that time, were behind us in their own camper, and then suddenly I got a message like, yeah, something fell out of your bus. <laughs> and they are like, oh, shit, and I heard something. I was like, yeah, and I can't, you know, I couldn't move anymore with so the with
2: the police, they pushed the us off the bridge
1: yeah so so suddenly there's police all around obviously i need to move off the bridge you need to call your insurance and blah blah blah. and then suddenly one of these guys says yeah but maybe you can help and push it it's like yo i don't think you can push it this is like 12 (laughs) thousand kilos uh 12 ton and he's like yeah no we'll try so then the the police started pushing us over you know the little the, the the top of the bridge and then we could roll off it and park it on the, on the side somewhere but it was like in the middle of the night almost like at one o'clock or twelve or something and so I called Alan said Alan sorry we're, we're stuck again uh, can you help and like an hour later he was there uh, or two hours later and he helped us fix the bus again like from three to four in the in the night under the bus with me and then we could drive again so that's the beauty of the people that, there's that, so that we many meet. stories like
2: that so yeah. many garages so many places we came that yeah. they helped out and yeah
1: some garages they don't even charge a fee they're like yeah we, you, we like your so bus. Cool. it's Cool. Guys. Yeah, it's <laughs> fine. Yeah. We don't. We, we don't charge you. That's okay. Cool. Thank you. But
2: yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, you
1: get a lot back because of what you're trying to accomplish. I guess. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah, it seems like you probably have a pretty unique and positive perspective of just human nature from this.
1: It's hard to think of all the bad negative news that you see online everywhere and we're like, that's not the world we live in at least, you know? And we've been around in many, many countries, so it's very hard for me to to believe that that's the the, the, the official view of (laughs) the the world. The the funniest
2: thing I think relative to this is that, uh, related to this, is that um, we had this video on YouTube and it was by another company go downsizing or something it's called and there were sorry americans (laughs) (laughs) writing comments under this video or one guy said how can you ever you know let your wife and kids on this bus with random strangers they'll get raped and shit like it got really really bad and that is i think it's it's true that some people really believe this and we constantly yeah. have strangers on the bus, but we trust them with everything. You know, all our, everything we own is is on here. And somehow we never worry that somebody's just gonna run off with <laughs> yeah. everything that's on the bus. I don't know what they're gonna take, the wood stove or the... <laughs> like yeah, the, yeah literally, no, they, like, they could
1: even drive the bus away if they want.
2: The, so, I don't know, if, I think it's that trust and if you kind of put that in a row... But there's also
1: no doubt up. in my head that that would happen, you know?
2: No. And if, and it, that's if it does, we had a good run.
1: <laughs> yeah, but that's no, probably no, as, we, a, we as important as, happened. Happened. Yeah. as actually, yeah, any, that's true. you know?
2: Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a very
0: different... I mean, that, that would be a very common perspective, uh, I would say, especially in America. Um, but I, I also think, like, if you think that way, there is a bit of a tax that you have on your mind when mm-hmm. you're always thinking that way. Mm-hmm. Like if you're always afraid, you're always afraid, oh, I can't leave this there, it's going to get mm-hmm. stolen, oh, like I can't trust people, it, it's really taxing on your mm-hmm. mind and, and it really separates you, I think, from other people because you're always looking at them like,
1: yeah. oh, yeah. what
0: are you going to do to me? Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah and, and kind of of it,
2: living in fear. And, and it yeah. probably
1: will happen, fa- I, that's what I truly believe, it will happen faster that way or yeah. easier. You know? yeah
2: Mm mm-hmm yeah
0: um what about like your parenting and your schedule how do you manage just some stability and like feeling like a family unit while having to like interact with such a large group all the time
1: i think the base of it all is love you know there's a lot of i feel a lot of love for my kids and for uh, val and, and it's just and for louis our dog it's like that's the center of it and then yeah we, we're we living
2: in a small space we'll so we you kind s- of yeah we see each other in.
1: so much yeah that, that yeah. you. where's
2: my poem it's something about tiny houses I, I can show you later okay it's an amazing quote like yeah that tiny houses have fewer walls to separate but that kind of that it brings us so it's much nice. closer together like when we are together we're in right now in the camper in 14 square meters
1: he wants to be with us sorry hi louis <laughs> yes. Uh,
0: Something that I like to think about is and I've gotten it from listening to other podcasts as well if you could give yourself 10 years ago some advice what would that <laughs> advice be?
1: Um, hmm.
2: To be very honest I, I do not regret any moment in my life so I don't think I would have advised you know, like, I think that ev- all the mistakes I've made led me to where I am today. Mm-hmm. And because I, at the age of 18, decided that I should follow my own path and say fuck it to everybody who didn't believe that, I truly lived up to what I believed in. So I would give myself a shoulder pad 10 years ago. <laughs> that would be like, what I keep, did. Keep doing, yeah, what keep doing what you're doing. Keep doing what you're doing because work. I, I did make my mistakes, but I'm I really don't regret anything I did. Yeah. so yeah i don't know
1: i would say stress less when it's not going your way mm-hmm. um i always believe that everything will be okay but i still have to had to go through those negative thoughts and feel like oh why is this happening to me but that's not necessary it's it's just adds like uh what do you say fuel to the fire to or something fire. <laughs> yeah so it doesn't it doesn't help in any way and and uh so if i would you know could tell myself that that would make my life a bit less stressy but you know mm. Mm. Yeah. yeah
2: it's 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 okay to fail i guess yeah especially the biggest life lesson and you shouldn't expect that everything is gonna go easy because it never will and finding solutions is pretty fun in the end not while you're doing it maybe but
0: <laughs> no. later yeah. it's good for you yeah um this is a this is another one that i've adopted from listening to uh, i think do you know the tim Ferriss podcast I heard i've read one of his books i think i, think, I yeah. think you'd like the podcast he does a lot of really great interviews with all types of people some athletes oh. and others but this is a question he asks a lot which is if you could put a billboard anywhere in the world and it can say anything what would what billboard would Ooh, you put up?
2: interesting
1: Ooh. uh
2: something in the lines of don't doubt yourself kind of just do it you know you have this idea do it no. again like you will fail but that's okay and you mm-hmm. step back up and go for it again and again and again but I think just people are scared and people are scared of even trying and I think it's all about just giving everything a chance and you kind of discover along the way what you do like and what you don't and if you don't try you'll never know and you hang there lingering
1: yeah, I would kind of say it's it's in the same direction, but that, like life is progress or living is progress. Like evolve, and you'll be happy. Kind of that vibe.
2: Yeah, it's yeah, hard question. You yeah. need to think about. Yeah, what is a that? That, that the saying they have? Yeah, it's something about you know you're always kind of living towards finally living. You mm-hmm. know, while you could be living all the time. Yeah. Or the same as we're kind of working today. Life is
0: what happens when you're making other plans is another one, Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess this would probably be about the same answer, but another thing that I think about for this podcast, because I'm interviewing people who are choosing to do something totally different than the average would that be basically your advice or do you have any other advice for other people who might be listening to this thinking about doing something different but are just kind of standing at the edge of the water?
1: Yeah I think and that's a, that's a girl that I met during one of those walks on, uh, that I did in, in Spain and she she said to me like we're living in an age now where it's time to, to create your own job your own life instead of just go and work for somebody else and there's no no bad side there, there's nothing that, that you know that should scare you because it's only positive that if you can develop your own talent or whatever it is that you need to find and, and live doing that you know that's, that will only make you happy there's nothing it might make you a bit financially strong in the first years but it will always get you where you want to go instead of being unhappy which you can be yeah yeah any any time if you like if you're just gonna go find a job somewhere else. yeah and i think that really one of about. the
2: easiest tricks in life is to kind of just look at life from a different perspective and what sometimes helps is just to literally climb onto to the top of a mountain go for a hike go for a walk and just to kind of zoom out mm. you sometimes see how yeah how things aren't as bad or complicated as you might think. or
0: Yeah, it can be really difficult when you're yeah. in it you and yeah. your, your everyday is yeah. the same. I think especially for people working like a 9 to 5 job and, it, and everyone around them is doing the same thing. Removing yourself and seeing yeah. it from a different perspective. Yeah.
1: Change yeah. is so important. I think Jeremy told me yesterday as well, Like he at one point now stopped what he's doing and then a friend said like, yeah, but uh, you're going on a holiday. You need to figure out your life. You need to start working And he says like, "But if I'm I'm 30, I'm I, I don't have any kids. I don't have any other obligations. Whenever am I gonna figure out what it is what I'm gonna do next? You know, just yeah. let me just wander a little bit. So yeah. it's not a bad thing to be kind of lost and lost. just and just and I think figure that out what, what this
2: project like life on the nomads bus is about that as well. People join the bus here to kind of live simple in some way for a few days you know not not be in the midst of all the crazy big city life things going on but just step away from that busy calendar and, and yeah, from their breath, bubble eh? they, everybody hike.
1: lives in a bubble eh? so they yeah. don't, they're joining in our bubble but you know, yeah, it's a, it's different a very one different one than they're used to so that it gives you a different perspective. definitely not
2: everybody would want to live like this on a bus with other people but they do see that things are possible yeah that you can live differently that you can eat differently that you can move yeah. differently like all these things that can inspire them to then follow their own path I yeah you.
0: Yeah, I think that being, like, especially for me, even though I've left my job, I'm, like, figuring things out. I think for people who like to be in control as well, like type A personality, being lost is very difficult. Mm -hmm. It can be very hard because you're like, oh, but, like, at least I have a plan. And not having a plan Mm -hmm. can be very, very hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But what we've learned is that not having a plan generally leads to creating it
0: yeah a plan a better one probably yeah, than and if a you lot forced better, it yeah, yeah. yeah
1: so it's it's such a bad thing to say oh you don't have a plan what are you gonna do with your life are you yeah. gonna get sad it? no it's 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 good you know embrace yeah. it and it will form into another plan or something else you, we're humans we don't wanna sit around all day and just do nothing no yeah. you, you, everybody wants to achieve something in the end and yeah. yeah
2: yeah that's how we created this by kind of saying we're gonna travel the world and we'll see what happens and we'll just be open minded to yeah. whatever comes our way and this wasn't
1: our plan but now we yeah thanks to travel this is what happened so i'm very glad we did that could have been working in an office (laughs) for example
0: that's all the questions that i have but before we wrap up do you have anything that you would like to share um for anything coming up or promote or
2: any of the trips or anything you want to talk about good question i think we'll be doing this for at least another year or two years so if okay. you ever want to join or if anybody ever
1: the time is now
2: <laughs> the time yeah. is now yeah it won't be forever it's definitely a part of our path in life yeah. and uh, we love doing it right now but we'll see where it goes and uh, it's called the yeah
0: the nomadsbus.com and then i'll put it in the show notes as well so yeah. people can click yeah. on the link
1: so and if you're in europe and, and you're around in october to february we're gonna do this mini trip so if you're not You know, you don't have a lot of holidays, whatever. You just want to try it out for a weekend and we are going to do some weekend trips. It's always going to start in in Belgium, but you never know if you want to take a train or whatever. And then we're heading
2: back to the Alps for some skiing and snowboarding.
1: That's the plan to Austria. And then next summer is probably going to be some wine tours in France. And then Mm -hmm, heading over to the surf coast in Spain, doing surfing, hiking and be more in nature again. So that's the the upcoming year.
2: And then probably continued by Norway again, because we'll miss it so much by then. Yeah. But But, you know, we never know where life takes us. No. So basically follow
1: us on whatever Instagram, Facebook, wherever you find us, because we're always changing our plans also, (laughs) so it's better to stay, to keep in touch. Yeah,
2: and if you have questions about anything in life, or you are stuck and you don't know if you should follow your dreams or not, or you can always email us, and mm-hmm. we might, uh, maybe no, we can help you not. in some way. So, no. cool. Well, thank you
0: so much for taking the time to no. chat with me today. You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah,
1: that was yeah. a really nice uh, interview.
0: That's it for this episode of That's Different podcast. I hope that you love the conversation as much as I did. Be sure to check out the video that goes along with this episode. You can find it at that'sdifferentpodcast.com. That's also where you will find the transcript for today's show, and then links to anything that we mentioned. If you are even remotely interested in joining these two on a trip, just do it. It is a transformative experience, and just like we discussed in the interview, it's these sorts of experiences outside of your own bubble that can provide the perspective needed to follow your own dreams. Check out The Nomad's Bus at thenomadsbus.com or on Instagram at The And thanks so much for listening to this very first episode of That's Different Podcast. If you made it this far, be sure to subscribe wherever you love to listen to podcasts. There are so many great episodes coming up and interviews coming up this season. I cannot wait to go on this journey with you. Be sure to spread the love by sharing this with someone in your life that could use a little bit of inspiration today. And until next time, don't be afraid to be a little different.